ladies and gentlemen. Guys and gals, geeks and gamers, you're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. What is up, everybody? Give me a one. One. Give me a two. Two. Give me a three. Three. Give me a four. Four. Give me a one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Five. That was way harder than it needed to be, (laughs) but I think that sets the pace perfectly. Welcome to season five of the Nerd of Godcast. I'm still here. We made it. You made it. The entire crew is here. I'm still here. That's that's the real miracle, isn't it? The Lord is still working here in 2019. Episode dated like it's a 90s rap song. What is up, everybody? It's been so long. I know it. We had a little breaky poo, and now we are back, and we are ready to uh, have some fun tonight. So, uh, my name is Tony T. For the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God. But I'm not going to be doing it by myself because, with me as always, for the fifth consecutive season, he is the best at being the worst. <laughs> Stevo Supremo. What's going on, everybody? Hi, Stephen. Hi. Moving across the table, the big man, often imitated, never duplicated, it is Quentin Gregory Neff. My head is so smooth. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's nice I, I got a I got a skin fade for the first time. You Ooh. look very nice. How's it very feel? Dapper. So smooth. Does it feel cold? Uh, all the time. Like if I were to blow on the back of your head, would it okay, feel weird? Okay, moving right along. <laughs> uh, I would feel weird if I did have hair. <laughs> What's the time check? How long did it take into the season before it got weird? Uh, three minutes. There we go. All right. <laughs> uh, moving across the table. She is sweet and she's salty and she's conveniently pocket sized. It's the captain, Jackie freaking Wilson. Hello. Hi, Jackie. Hi, guys. Uh, moving across uh, to square square up our deal here. You're moving across to the, the last up. member of our microphone-wielding <laughs> crew uh, from the Island of Enchantment, sometimes sassy, always classy. It's the lovely Lady Lise Monty. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show, Lise Hola. Monty. Thank you for having me back. Congratulations on being our uh, our longest-lasting uh, ethnic member of our crew. <laughs> I think her intro music is my favorite. It what is? is that from again? I forget. It is from Star Tropics. Oh. It's, it's got a, kind of a tropical vibe. Guys, right? nice. guys guess what? This yeah. is the first time. That we've ever ended a season and started a season with the same crew. I feel like that's awesome. I feel like I'm Tony happy. just said that. Did he just say that? He did. I was thinking about Lee's Money's song. I'm sorry. Hey, guys, guess what? <laughs> what happened, Neff? <laughs> this is the first time we've ended and began a season with the same. I you appreciate your enthusiasm, guys. I was excited about that. <laughs> I'm you, sorry. Steven. Lo siento. And perhaps the most important person to return for season five, <laughs> the one that pushes all the buttons and pulls all the levers and keeps this bucket of bolts flying. Let's give it up for Nick, the engineer. Hello. Nick. Hey, Nick. I dropped your middle initial for this season. We're doing, it's a new day. Yes, yes. it is. Yes, yes. it is. Uh, so we're going to have a great time tonight. We're going to be talking about all kinds of fun stuff, and we are so glad that you are here. Whether you're yeah. here uh, for the first time or you are a time-honored tr- uh, friend, we are so glad that you're with us. We'd love for you to chat with us and connect with us. The best way for you to do that is to uh, hang out with us across the social medias. That's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our website at nerdofgodcast.com, or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you and connect with you and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. You can also also call us. What? I had water in my 
mouth when you said whimsical. I tried to say whimsical and I choked. You know, <laughs> whimsical. Well, did Gollum come in here? Did Gollum? It's like the Nerd of God cast brought to you by the shape of water. That's all right, Lee's Money. I've projectile vomited all over you. You can spew water all over me. Deal. There's symmetry there. Uh, give us a call on our Nerd of God cast hotline. That's area code 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. That's 760-664-2278. Visit us on Patreon.com. We are a listener-supported podcast. And you can also check us out on our new favorite place to hang out. We have a Facebook group. It's Woo. called the Nerd of God Squad. Check us out uh, on Nerd of God Squad. It's, a, it's really been a great opportunity to connect with some members of our audience and members of our community. Uh, lots of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of, lots of memes. Yes. Oh, yes. I love memes. Neff is rocking the Neff News portion of it, man. He's, he's been putting out during E3, been putting out a lot of game I'm stuff. I'm so ready. Like, movie I, have, trailers I have everything ready to go. We are super pumped. So, yeah, definitely send us a request. We'll get you in there. Uh, check out the Nerd of God Squad on Facebook. If you don't have your Facebook account anymore, just use your mom's login because she's probably <laughs> got one. Uh, real quick, we did put a little thing on there that we we are excited to um, to start season five, which yes, is where we are right yeah. now. So we had some of our uh, some of our friends from yes. our Facebook page. They said that they wanted to uh, to give us a real quick holler. So I think, despite Gwen Stefani's best advice, I think we need to holler back. Yeah, girl. So no doubt. <laughs> so real quick, Jackie, uh, let's just go around the table and and let's just shout back at some of our friends. All right, Joanne from Central Baptist in Pomona, California, is very excited for a new season. Awesome. Christina Whiteside from Kansas City Legacy Christian Church. Is that Kansas City, Kansas or Kansas City, Missouri? Kansas City, Iowa. Kansas City, Hawaii. It's already starting. Lisa Money. <laughs> Our friends, pastors Howard and Madison Salter from Belong Church, College Park, Florida. All right, we got Shannon from Everglade City, Florida from the Chuckalusky Youth Group. We got Kyle Johnson from Griffith, Indiana, and he goes to Community Cup and Kankaki, Illinois. <laughs> I wish you would have given this to Lee Smotty. I think that you just made that word up. <laughs> Kankaki, Illinois. We've got oh, Yasmin in Tampa, Florida, Revolutionary Life Church with an exclamation point. Ooh, that's fancy. <laughs> Josh Adams and his niece Red from Houston, Texas. And they go to Grace Family Church. Yeah. The lovely Amy Sadler, mom to the awesome Nick the Engineer from oh! Perry, Florida. Who attends and serves at Northside Church of God? God bless. Yay. I have a special connection to that one. <laughs> uh, Oliver Gale. Hey. And then he put in parentheses, Jamaican, Jamaican Ollie. Ollie. <laughs> no, he, Jamaican he, Ollie. he put Jamaican Ollie. That's so much better. So he's kind of adapted his own little uh, cultural <laughs> That's identity there. So much From better. Sanctuary Church in Orlando, mm. Florida. Chris and Angelica Shellhammer, Grace United Methodist, Meth Methodist. <laughs> Methodist Church in Willard, Ohio. Uh, did you say they're from a meth lab? <laughs> method, they're from they're method actors. <laughs> okay. They go to a method one clinic. That's okay. <laughs> meth is hard. <laughs> We've got Pastor Lloyd Smith from Covenant Church in Pace, Florida. Hashtag, come on, Neff. <laughs> what was that all about? Do you have a special connection with Lloyd? I do love Lloyd Smith. We are, we are uh, also we're, we're both uh, Green Lantern. Yeah, that's uh, his uh, that's his, his his handle online is Lloyd is a Lantern. He's he's awesome. He's one of our favorite people. Well, if you want to uh, give us a shout on the Facebook, we might just holler back at you. Hey, guess what, you guys? What? This is episode uh, of our numbered episodes, episode ninety one. Oh. We are now on the countdown <gasps> to the one hundredth 
episode. To the 100th episode. Oh, I'm yeah. pumped. 100. I don't know it's why. Bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. All right. <laughs> so many Gwen Stefani references. This episode this brought to you by Gwen Stefani. I know. It's, a, it's weird because Neff is sitting in a chair and he pushes a button and turns around. <laughs> and he's wearing space shorts. Space shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my me. shorts. You got me. You got me. Space. <laughs> space pants. You got me, man. You got me on the space pants. Thank you. I'm so sorry. I'm tearing up. I'll put a link in the description. <laughs> so on our 100. Oh, God. You guys suck so bad. So pause the episode right now. Go to YouTube. Type in space pants. Don't. Do not. Don't do it. Don't and then leave. come back. Don't you dare leave us. Don't save, you dare leave us. Save search on. You're so back and you're welcome. We got um, we got we we're on our way to 100 episodes, which I feel like is pretty cool because I grew up watching like morning uh, morning shows where Willard Scott would honor people when they turned 100, and he would you know celebrate them and say nice things about them, and Smucker's Jelly would come on the TV for some reason I don't remember vividly. <laughs> Who's Willard Scott? Uh, well, Willard Scott was a newsman for, like, Good Morning America or something like that. Uh, interestingly enough, Willard Scott also played the very first Ronald McDonald. Really? Oh, wow. In the That's early McDonald's ads. When he, yeah, well, if you saw that Ronald McDonald, he looked a little more, like, Pennywise than Ronald McDonald. He was he was terrifying. Uh, it's it's one of those, like, it's almost like stranger danger fast food sales. But his uh, famous thing, what made Ronald McDonald special, was that he had a little tray uh, that hung around his waist where it had McDonald's food on it. And if you took the McDonald's food, blink, more McDonald's food would reappear. Whoa. And that was Ronald McDonald's mutant ability back in the day. I need that tray. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Willard Scott. Oh, that's terrifying. The Willard oh, Scott Ronald McDonald's. I told you. Oh, that's so terrifying. I don't, I don't oh, lie. Oh, no. Thank you for Is spreading for the nightmares oh. to the entire oh, that's table. Why people are for too long. Here so on our audio podcast, everyone can yes. be afraid. All right, so pause, pause now. <laughs> Go <laughs> look at a nightmare Google and then come search back. Google search Willard Scott Ronald McDonald. Gwen Stefani as Ronald McDonald. That so, has to exist somewhere. <laughs> on our way to our 100th episode, uh, we've got we've only got a few left here as we count down towards it. Uh, if my calculations are correct, we will be recording our 100th episode on August, uh, October, October, Ooh, October spooky. 8th. October 8th will be our spooky. 100th episode. So I'm here to tell you guys now. I don't even want. I, I'm letting the cat out of the bag. It was going to make it a big surprise. For that day, we are going to be doing an episode with a live studio audience. What? We are going, yes, we are going to be inviting the Nerd of God Squad, and I, and it's not just people from here within our own community. We're going to open it up to whoever. If you're a Patreon sponsor, if you're a fan, if you live in California or Canada or Kanakakakakak whatever city, Kankalaki, what is it? Can. Figure out a way to get to Orlando, Florida on October the 8th, and you can be in our studio audience for our 100th episode. We're going to have a lot of fun, do some giveaways. We're going to have a party afterwards with some food, and we're going to make it a great time. So, What day of the week is that? That's a Tuesday. Okay. So we're going to blow. It would be a Tuesday since we record on Tuesday. Yeah, but I know it's a a special day. We're going to blow the thing up, man, for our 100th episode. It's going to be a great time. We're going to blow this mug up like it's New Year's Eve. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's a very deep inside joke. Sometimes Steven does things, and I think he's just shooting at me, but I don't think he realizes that he's, in fact, alienating everybody well, else. Nobody so. knows that's an inside thing. Could just be a weird idiosyncratic phrase that I said. Yeah, but that's weird if they just don't know that you're just saying this thing. It's like, why is we Steven saying Steven's random weird. things? Listen, if they're five seasons deep, they're, they just know. Hey, I know that you say that, but can I can I tell you something honestly? What? That's a dangerous place for you to, to be speaking from because you have to know and you have to trust that every episode is somebody's first episode. 
Every episode is somebody joining on, and that's that's part of us being a growing podcast and having a growing community is that there's always people jumping on board. There's always people that are listening for the first time. So for all of you first-timers today, we say... Sorry. Welcome. <laughs> Aloha. You're welcome. This is us. This is, yeah, it doesn't this get better. This is how we are. does not get better. Uh, so we are so thankful uh, that you guys have been with us for all these episodes, and uh, we're thankful for all the cool things that we get to do. Anytime we get to meet and hang out with people, that's why I'm looking forward to the 100th episode spectacular extravaganza. Spectacular. We need a better name for it. Spectacular extravaganza. No, the the uh, the uh, the the what do they used to call the big like 100 an- annual centennial? No, for comic books, they're like the 100 expensive. Welcome to Nerd of God, Cast Expensive. Good luck getting a flight. You think about it and then get back to us. Uh, speaking of meeting with people and getting to hang out with people, we, in the time that we have been on our hiatus, went to MegaCon. We oh, yeah. The Mega Convention right here in Orlando, Florida. Huge mm-hmm. comic Huge. book convention, sci fi convention, toys and collectibles and movies and just everything fandom. Yes. And uh, we got to be out there. It was we, so great. It was awesome. We had our it's own wonderful. table in Artist Alley. We got to meet some really great folks. Tell us a little bit about your MegaCon experience. Some of you guys, uh, Lise, Mati, and Jackie, you were out there with us one day. Exactly. Steven and Neff, you were out there pretty much the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah except all for four, Saturday. All four days. Uh, yeah, Tell us about your MegaCon experience. All right. Well, I don't know about you guys. This was my first, like, real con. I was telling Tony, I've been to a con before in Puerto Rico, but let's be real. MegaCon is like... <laughs> The con. It was the size of Puerto Rico. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly what it feels like. It was, no, but it was a really like, I don't know what I was expecting. I went in and at first it was kind of chill. We got there early because, like Tony said, you know, we're Artist Alley, so we had to set up the thing. Yeah, before the people are there, it's very serene. Yeah, so it's yes. all like, I was just walking around, Tony was taking him around, seeing all the cool little things, and then individuals arrived, and there were so <laughs> many of there them. Were. And yes. she was there on Saturday, oh, which oh, is yeah. yeah. 85,000 of your closest friends. It was. Absolutely insane. You could not walk, but it was really cool. We were wearing our Jesus Loves You 3000, like con exclusive t shirts, really awesome. And people loved it. People mm-hmm. were seeing it. People were just connecting to it. And it was a great way to like meet people and make friendships and meet other ministry leaders or even just people who were like, oh, that's really clever. It was just really cool. I've never, like, I'm not necessarily the social butterfly of the group. I don't like go into crowds and go, yay, crowds. But um, <laughs> this was, this especially was new- once that smell like that yes no and i just it was fun i got to meet sort of kind of the cast of boy meets world from a distance well, uh, ben savage smiled at you smiled at me noticed your shirt did you hear, yes, did you, ben savage did you hear that tweak shirt. in her voice she's like smiled at me so so i did was did i tell you that he liked our shirt the so jesus much. loves you through yes. that so every year for megacon for those of you who don't know if it's your first episode uh when we go out and do our conventions we make a convention exclusive shirt it's something that we wear out there to kind of represent not only our brand but really do some ministry so with the um, the momentum of the Endgame movie mm-hmm. we made shirts they look like the Marvel Studios logo but it says Jesus Loves You 3000 and uh, yeah, we and, and we had we were wearing them around that was kind of our, our team shirt for mm-hmm. the con so everybody was wearing one and people dug it people popular. really liked it so Ben Savage liked and the ben shirt Savage liked that. he so, was walking past us and I just all I could do was go I love you <laughs> <laughs> so, we, uh, so I was with Lee Smitty at that point we, we had just missed Ryder Strong <gasps> and Will Friedel from uh, Boy World. Because I freaked out too much. They she freaked out and didn't us. say anything. And they were like, we could have touched them. Like, that's they how were close right we were. There. So Ben Savage is leaving his area. He walks by and not only does Eastman go, I love you. And he turns, smiles, like looks at our shirt and like gives like a knowing nod and I'm smiles. Like a thumbs, yeah. <laughs> then jumped in place, probably like 12 feet in the air. And just went, yeah! <laughs> 
Because <laughs> she was she so... like the opening to a CSI show or something like that. It was truly a magnificent experience. I have about 72 pictures in my camera roll of Zachary Levi from a 70 foot distance. <laughs> and, then, and then the last three is of somebody putting their hand in the way. You're not supposed to do that. Telling me to walk away. It was, but truly, I had fun. I like met so many wonderful people connected with like a really cool community you know i'm getting exposed as i get more into this more into the nerd verse and i feel like that was a really great opportunity so i'm really just thankful that i got to be a part of that what do you think jackie i only got to go for one day as well but i got to go on the slowest day which was sunday <laughs> um so that was really cool because sheena and neff were there with me in the morning and they were able to hold down the fort while i got to walk around and kind of look around the con a little bit and have some fun i found some really cute things some cute corgi things <laughs> um, did you get a corgi butt I got a corgi pin that's got a butt on it. <laughs> How should she have obtained an actual corgi butt? Now you weird. met you met somebody I and did. had a little I corgi connection there. It was wonderful. So Neff and Steven both told me that the voice actress for Marinette from Miraculous Ladybug was going to be there. I'm like, oh, that's Christina really cool. V, right? Yeah, Christina V. She's gonna be there. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I wasn't planning on going to meet or anything, but I'm like, that's cool that we'll be in like the same building. And as I was walking around Artist Alley, there was um, a comic book person for Miraculous Ladybug who also had the pops. So awesome. And I was like, wait, there's a pop. And like the autograph thing isn't really expensive if I wanted to do it. And I'd be such a missed opportunity if I didn't get a Miraculous Ladybug pop signed by Christina V. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it. Why not? Why not? Why not? So I waited in line and I paid the money to go <laughs> to have her the sign signature. the thing. There you go. And but it wasn't just like a hey, let me sign this and send you on no, your no, way. No, no, and I was getting to that. So like I got I got to her and I said hi and she saw the corgi pin that I had bought and stuck on my lanyard and she freaked out. She's like, Oh my gosh, I love your pin. Where did you get it? And I told her where I got it in the con and she's like, Do you want to see a picture of my corgi? What? And I was like, That's Yes. Amazing. <laughs> I didn't even know you had one. <laughs> so she like pulls out her phone and is like showing me pictures of her handsome little boy wearing like a little Sherlock Holmes hat. Oh. And <laughs> Like a really great moment of that's like, magical. here's We're my best friend. Right? I think when you've seen someone's dog, like you're down, like that, you're, that's, that, you're, you're BFFs. I love dogs. They swap numbers. Their friends are having lunch tomorrow. Oh my gosh. That's really cool. really cool. And she's really not just the miraculous ladybug. She also does like Sailor, Sailor, Mars. Yeah. Sailor Saturn Mars. or something. Sailor Mars. Sailor Mars, which I did not realize. So super really cool. Super she awesome. she was she did a panel literally right before Tony's panel. Yeah, so we and were she was like charming. I walked up on the stage. She was delightful. I have no idea. I don't watch Ladybugs, but like <laughs> it's uh, a kid show. She okay. really well that would would normally be a disqualifier for me, but uh, but she really was just super charming. So speaking mm -hmm. of my panel, I got a chance to speak um, at MegaCon once again. They invited me back. This is like my fifth or sixth time doing my religion uh, in whatever panel I've done. Religion in anime, religion in video games, and we call it religion because they get really squirrely about putting like. Christianity on that, but it's, I'm definitely not speaking about Buddhism in anime. Yeah. So we, we get up there and 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 really, it was awesome because there were so many people that came to my panel that we'd had a chance to meet throughout the days. Like I remember looking out and seeing like people that we had talked to. At yeah, the booth that so you told to come to the panel. It was really really cool, and they put me in the big room, and I've yes. never Ooh. been in the big room, and it was a big room, like a 300 seat. Makes sense. So it was really cool. I had a great time. I was super nervous. I'm always super nervous, but um, it was a great presentation. People really clicked with it. it had some great conversations afterwards i went a little long not too long but like the the promoter came up and he's like okay everybody you have to leave now like i was done i was wrapping up but we were kind of chatting with some folks afterwards and like mm -hmm. you got to get out because we got 300 people to bring back 
again for the next thing. So, okay, so we got out of there. But it was uh, really great. I love any time that I can get uh, a chance to share the gospel with people. There's one guy that just sticks out of my mind. I took a picture with him. He was so funny. Uh, he had this shirt on that it was, um, let's summon demons. Yeah. It was done like a, <laughs> like a children's book cover. Mm-hmm. Let's summon demons. And... Um, and, and he, we, we talked a little bit afterwards, and he said, I've never heard anybody talk like that. I've never thought about it this way. He said, I wish I lived closer so I could come to your church. Aww. And I was like, oh, so, you know, I told him we'd stay in touch and stay connected. And there were so many other stories like that uh, about having a chance to share with people. But one of the things that I thought was really, really cool this year from a ministry standpoint, because we're not just there to sell T-shirts. We're not just there to, you know, get autographs and stuff. We're really there to kind of represent the kingdom. And one of the cool things was how many Christians, mm-hmm. how many believers that we ran into yeah. that were so encouraged by what we were doing, yeah. saying, we can't believe that you guys are doing this in this environment. You're bringing the light here. We're so excited. Uh, people were just, just snatching really our... Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. They were taking our, like, Jesus Loves You 3000 shirts. We were seeing other vendors throughout the week. Yeah. Like, there was artists. Wearing them, that, like, and when they're wearing the shirt, the Jesus <laughs> oh, Loves You so shirt, cool. it was like, that's so cool. But... Um, really great. Steven, you got to geek out and be in the same room with Marty McFly. And No, I was in the same building. <laughs> but I was never in the same room because he's too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it was like $900 just to like look at him. Yeah. <laughs> um, any, anything else that was exciting for you guys? Yeah. I uh, Okay, so the first thing I found out was which comic book uh, artists and writers were going to be there. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. And then I found out how many free autographs they signed. Yeah, they do. They, they were doing a lot of free autographs. Like yeah, two, big two names, books. too. Yeah, Greg like Greg Capullo, Capullo um, Doug Menke. I, uh, the Dark only Winston. one I cared about that I got was Charles Soule from uh, Daredevil and, oh, yeah. and Darth Vader comic. I got him to sign my Daredevil books, and then I felt guilty because he signed them for free, so I bought his novel. And so far, <laughs> his novel's really good. Well, there nice. You go. uh, I, uh, with the help of uh, our friend Brittany and uh, my brothers and my uh, one of my brothers' girlfriend, uh, <laughs> I got 21 books signed for free. Hey! <laughs> he... So, wow. so, it slipped and slid, and I can't. That was. It's. I'm sorry. I haven't slipped. <laughs> I haven't slipped and slid. There was like a, a niner in there. Steve just had a stroke. I was trying to think of the phrase, and I couldn't think of the phrase. So I just started saying words. Yeah, no, the, I don't think. Work. I don't think those qualify as words. Nope. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I've slipped and slid. <laughs> I mostly just slip and die. But um. I had a really good time. It's a good uh, dark turn. Well, yeah. Anyway. Um, so you got some stuff signed. And, and, and one of the things that, that really made this possible, one of the things that was very exciting about how how we could get in there and how we could be a part of doing this, um, not only having the fun of being in the con, but really our, our mission was to encourage believers and to shine a light for, for those who maybe have uh, misconceptions about what Christianity really mm-hmm. is. Um, and there was a couple people that came to pick some fights with us. Not very many, thankfully. Yeah. But there was a couple people that had, they had some things to say. Um, one guy wanted to argue with me about how there was errors in the in the Bible and how the the Bible code doesn't work in the New Testament. And I'm like, so I don't care. <laughs> What's, what, are we are we having a conversation about the Bible code? Like, I, like you, he just came up and started talking to me about it. It's like I did not like that man. Yeah, he was, I wasn't there. For he him. wasn't my favorite. Um, but we, we we did. We had a really great time, and we wouldn't have been able to do it if it wasn't for the help of all of our Patreon sponsors yes. and those who who uh, who donated and who were a part of it. I mean, thank you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Actually. You mentioned a, a couple earlier, Lise Mati. Yes. Pastor Howard and, and his wife, who... Uh, 
Yes, the Salters, they fed us the entire time we were there. They, they didn't just feed us. Like, that was a ministry. Like, seriously, mm. coming from and, and the geography of Central Florida, from where we were at the convention center, they came from a Popka, which is easily, Ooh. what, 40 minutes? Oh, my yeah. goodness. And they, did, they weren't even at the con. They drove out there 40 minutes every, every night. Every day to bring us amazing food. The day I was there, we had four... River. Yeah, so they reached oh. out to this barbecue restaurant, Four Rivers, who, which is arguably one of, one the, of best the best in, in, in our city. I mean, and it's yeah. Christian-owned. And they, they reached out to the Four Rivers Foundation, explained to them what we were doing out there, and Four Rivers donated dinner for all of That's us. That's awesome. Which it was magical. Crazy good. Um, so, Just yeah, but... What? And here's, I want to say this because I just feel like to encourage them, I mean, you, Howard was with us um, a couple episodes back kind of talking about the ministry that, that he was starting up in their church and everything mm-hmm. that they were working and asking for prayer, which guys, squad, keep them in your prayers and keep mm-hmm. praying for that. Yes. But like just the way they pour out into other people, the way they poured into us and like such a really cool, you know, feeding us, like making sure we were taken care of that mm-hmm. way. I just like I know God's going to really bless them for the way that they've just poured in and blessed Here's others. the thing that you said, Lisa Mahdi, that cracked me up because it's true. It's like he told us that he was going to do that like a year ago. Right. Yeah. And it was like, you know. He could have easily just been like, okay. Yeah, it's like you could have. It could have just like slid, and it could be one of those things that you just kind of say, like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do this next year when you guys do this." Okay, mm-hmm. sure you are, and he did. He showed he up. Did. He, he did. He did. And you. and went. Uh, not only did it, but went above and beyond, yes. and it was awesome. And he, and he gave us so much food that we were actually able to invite um, EJ, who was also out there, former part of the Nerd of God Squad. Here, uh, we invited EJ to come over and eat with us every night too. So a little extra blessing that mm-hmm. Howard didn't even know he was doing. So thank you uh, to the Salters from Belong Church Pray yes. for their ministry and thank you guys so much everyone who gave everyone who was a yes. part um, man I, I wish I could just say everybody by name I mean uh, Ashley and and Kevin and just I mean I can't All there's no you. way no way I can say everyone by name who, who gave and who helped out I mean those who gave $10 um, those who gave in the hundreds of dollars I mean I, I don't want to make it all about the, the money the parking but for the table and like everything everything was covered <laughs> I mean everything was covered when we went in there and, and that, that couldn't happen without you. you you're every bit as much a part of it as any of us are so yeah. thank God you guys so God, the Lord knows, and uh, and we do bless you. Uh, yeah, MegaCon was great. I mean, I don't know if it was our. I think it was our best MegaCon ever. I had a really good time. It was really really nice. Well, you guys know as we are going into our next uh, the, the next chapter of our episode here. Uh, speaking of best thing ever. It's time. It's not. Oh, no. It's, it's not, not time. No. We are we are no longer doing the best thing ever on our podcast. No. We are turning this segment over to Stephen. Stephen. L. Can you, can you tell us what it is that you have for us tonight? Yes, uh, tonight we are starting a new segment for the season called Steven Salisbury Pre- Presents The Worst Thing Ever. <laughs> oh, I don't like that at oh, all. That's no. like the worst. It's <laughs> fitting. Uh, well, there you go. Okay. So for this season, we will be uh, doing a... Uh, a bracket system like we always do for the worst thing ever. You can go to challenge.com. That's C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E.com slash B-T-E-5. Or you can link to it right from our website, nerdagodcast.com. Or you can do that. That works too. Um, and this season, we will be uh, picking the worst, the worst. The worst. The worst. The worst. worst superhero movies. Oh. Yeah. So many options. So there are so many bad superhero movies. Don't DC let the MCU fool you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, fun, funnily enough, 
no MCU movies on this list. Ooh, okay. So that just goes to show you, but there's a lot of DC. The, the, worst, <laughs> the worst MCU movie is still better. better. <laughs> uh, so this season, obviously, we'll be doing the worst superhero movies. So go to challenge.com backslash BTE5 or go to our website and link to there, and you can get this list. So real quick, before we go to the list, what what do you think is the worst Superhero movie of all time. We'll see if it made it onto our bracket. Oh yeah, so na- name some. I'll let you know what's Just on. Just you, you tell if us you what, don't what, know you, what you think should be on the bracket. Uh, Fan four stick. Fan four stick. The 2015 Fantastic yes, Four. Yes, garbage. It's on the list. It's on the list. Green Lantern. It's, it's on, the on the list. Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman. It's on the list. It's on the list. Just so not give us any of the DC movies. Let us know what our competitors are, Stephen. All right. So this year's, this season's rather, this season's best thing ever, worst thing ever, is a. Uh, Hulk from 2003. Ooh, Ang Lee. Ghost Rider. Even, even, Aww. I'm just saying, like, going back to Ang Lee's Hulk, even, um, even Jennifer Connelly couldn't save that movie. Yeah. Mm. And those those two that he just mentioned are like my guilty pleasure. No, like, what was the other one? Marvel. Ghost Rider. Uh, I love both of those movies. I actually, Nicolas Cage couldn't save that movie. I, lo- I, I, I low key like Nicolas Cage in that movie. Me too. <laughs> I hate Rider the movie. But. Wes Bentley's in it too. So. Uh, Daredevil. Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Right, that's garbage. Daredevil. No, I, not I have the to, director's cut. I have to ask. Yeah, okay. It's not the director's cut, no, correct? No, no, no. Okay, I did not think so because the director's cut is not bad. But this one's not good. Sure. Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does need to be on there. The extended Gosh. version? And I hate it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's still garbage. Fantastic Four 2005. That's the Jessica Alba one? Jessica Alba. I don't Chris hate Evans. That that that's, much. wait, why I is that? Michael Chuklick, what's his name? Chicklis. Chicklis. And uh, Ian Ashobin whatever his last mm, name is. The one. dude who wrote uh, Amazing Grace. Sure. Okay, next uh, names. Ian Garfield. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Garfield? Yeah, he hates Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> Loves lasagna. Uh, Electra. Oh yeah, that's hot. The that's Daredevil hot spinoff. The that's Daredevil spinoff with uh, what's her name? His wife, Jennifer ex-wife. Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. Superman four, the quest for peace. Ooh. Is that the one with um, Nuclear Man? Nuclear Man. Is that with, with uh, the, is that Richard Pryor? No, that's three. That's yeah. three. Yeah, okay. Superman four is the one that makes the one with Richard Pryor look good. The one where he's got the fingernails. What's the one where he splits himself into two people? That's Superman three. Okay, maybe that's the one I'm always thinking of. Probably the most recent movie on this list, Venom. Oh, I I I, I well, like what Venom. Did you? I didn't. I don't remember if I disliked or liked Venom. You, I remember you yelling at me about it like in a negative way, like that I didn't, I didn't like enjoy movie. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I now I remember. We had conversations about all the reasons why I was dumb. Yeah, Venom was, <laughs> Venom was dumb, What's and that's dumb? a shame because Venom. I liked Venom, but he was just in a garbage movie. Yeah. yeah, it's like Venom is like the Ben Affleck Batman. There was a lot of I like Ben Affleck thing. as Batman. The He's... more I think about it, the more I realize, yeah, that was a really bad movie. Why does he look movie. like Spider Man? He's never met Spider. There's, there's problems, <laughs> there's issues. He looks like Venom. Anyway, yeah, but Venom looks like Venom because he looks like Spider Man because it was on Spider Man. Okay, so the next anyway. movie on the list, um, maybe our most controversial one because I can see people actually thinking this is good. It's not, but they can maybe say some. Is Amazing Spider Man two. I don't think that's that bad. It's not good. I, it's not good. But though. not so bad it's that I would Spider put Man it on this 3. list. It's not good. No, Spider-Man. It, I th- think Spider-Man Three is better than Amazing Spider-Man. I agree I'm with you. I'm just thinking of the emo moment. Eh, the emo moment is goofy, but we it's don't not talk bad. about that. <laughs> that. It makes sense anyway. We're told uh, for Grace Eddie Brock. Okay, and after Amazing Spider-Man Two, it's Fan Four Stick. Dane DeHaan, Green Goblin. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Jamie Fox, Electro. Yeah. His teeth got fixed by electricity. It uh. doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fantastic Four, the 2015 version. Thank Netflix, you. Call it Fan Four. A person literally fell asleep in our theater. <laughs> That's true. Our first episode of Nerd of God. It was like opening night. I mean, it's like we're here for the opening of this movie. There's like five and of us in the theater. One of us care. was passed out. Uh, Green Lantern. 
Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's that fine. There. I don't. Yeah, it's awful. Steel. Oh, yeah. with Shaquille? The Shaquille yeah. O'Neal Steel. Wait, Yo, is... you almost got to give Steel a pass because it came out like during an era when superhero movies didn't have to be good. But, yeah, <laughs> but it, it what about to, Superman for the Quest for Peace? No. But the weird thing about Steel is like it doesn't feel it has nothing to do with Superman. No, at, at all. all. At all. All right. Very uh, similar to the Catwoman, the Halle Berry Catwoman movie, which has yeah. nothing to do with anything superhero related at all. Yeah. Next on the list is the Halle Berry Catman Catwoman movie. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the Cat Halle Berry Man. Catman movie. The it's her Cat Catman Man do. Oh, Lou From Diamond Phillips. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Rest in peace. Uh, X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. No. It's, it's the worst X Men movie. It, I agree. Is it? It's, it's worse than X Three. Yeah. Is it worse well, than X Men Origins Wolverine? No, it's not. With the weird like CG claws. Uh, yeah. No. I think I think X Men Origins Wolverine is really bad in its own way. But Liev Schreiber is great as as Sabretooth. He is. He is. But he everything was, else in that movie is trash. Like that's Will the I one. Am was in that's that movie. the one thing that screws up the X Men timeline more than anything else is uh, is Wolverine. That's why they Origins. pretend it doesn't doesn't exist. Yeah. Okay. Next on the list is Batman and Robin. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a cold day. <laughs> I used to see you. Best served cold. <laughs> and finally. X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> 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 Rounding out the list. All right, so who's in our first bracket? Who's our, who's going to bat tonight? Our Steven? first bracket, you can go to our uh, Twitter page and vote. Uh, will this also be on our um, Facebook group page as well? Yeah, why not? You can go to the social medias and look and see where this poll will be, and we'll put everything together. This week, it is going to be Angley's Hulk from 2003. With the Hulk dogs. With the Hulk dogs. With the with, Hulk dogs. And with the Hulk papa. I love the Hulk dogs. Versus Ghost Rider. Oh, okay. that's tough. That's tough right off the bat. Those that's are those are my guilty pleasure Marvel movies. I love those movies. Yeah, you're really? wrong. You're wrong. This one hurts me. This yeah. one hurts. So me. I don't. I, I see. I don't know which one of these is. If I if I had to guess, my vote's on Hulk. But we'll let you guys decide who you think is this the week's worst. the worst thing ever. <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> I hate that. I hate fart noises so okay. much. Sir, we're receiving a hail. Your friends at the Nerd of Godcast are waiting to talk to you. Call 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. Call now. Hi there. You are on the air with the Nerd of Godcast. State your name and your business. Hi, it's Carrie Wright from Canada. Hi! Hi! Carrie Wright, Canada, our snack friend. I love Canadian Wright. Carrie Wright, welcome to the Nerd of Godcast. You have made it, girlfriend. You are our first random encounter. <laughs> you did. You're going to, to the Justin you. Bieber concert. That's You're going to go watch Justin Bieber fight Tom Cruise. Oh my that's Next a, to a moose. That's a topical reference that will be wasted by the time this goes to air in a week's time. <laughs> or, <laughs> Well, Carrie Wright, welcome to the show. We are so glad to have you here for our first uh, episode of season five. Uh, you, you're from Canada, as you I stated. I am. I am. Where in, Ca- where in Canada? So I'm in Toronto. T- pretty, Toronto. Pretty, pretty I just really standard Canadian place to be from. But. <laughs> it's it's the yeah, it's the Wonder Bread of Canada. Exactly. So, that's so what, what you've been in Toronto your whole life? Uh yeah, not far. I grew up kind of in the suburbs and went to school a little bit further away, but I always ended up coming back. I did live in Ottawa for a little while. Our our, our country's capital, but now I'm just back in Ontario's capital. So. Ottawa, very nice. Awesome. So yeah, you're cool. definitely Canadian, and uh, you, you like nerd <laughs> stuff. You. What kind of stuff do you do you nerd out about? Like, what's your favorite thing to geek out about? Uh, 
Uh, right now, I'm totally excited because I just opened my brand new Captain Marvel, so I'm I'm kind of all about the MCU. Aww. I'm super excited that that's here. Um, I've been kind of into video games. I didn't grow up with them, so I'm kind of you know experiencing the old things for the first time. I got a, an S an SNES classic last year. And playing really Ooh, old nice. has been super fun for me. So. Yes. Yeah, girl. Awesome. That's what we're all about. Does anybody have any questions for Carrie? What's been your favorite game that you've played so far? What's your favorite game you played so far? Jackie Ooh, wants to know. That's tough. Um... It probably it probably is Zelda. I forget. I, I don't even remember which one is on the SNES because I just flipped past through the title screen. I'm like, just get to the game. I want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the hack? Give it to me now. So a link to the past, right? That's yes. the one. Quite possibly. Yeah, that's, that's a great, one. great game. Great that's game. a really good one. All right. On the air with us right now from Canada, Carrie Wright. Any other questions for Carrie? Just out of curiosity, how did you stumble upon the Nerd of God cast? Oh, yeah. That's a great question. How did you first hear about us? Scott Higa and the Christian Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, who? And, and Neff <laughs> in the Octagon. Neff and Steven are in the Octagon. And so, um, you know, they kept telling me I had to listen to their show, and I didn't believe them for a while, but um, they eventually were able to get me on board, so... Yeah. Now, I have to edit that whole thing out because Scott loves to kind of like rub my nose in people that listen to us that because first listen to him. He's like, you know, they only listen to you because. because of me. Yeah, so it doesn't matter when they came to us. It just matters that they stayed with us. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's right. Exactly. You know, from, uh, exactly. I don't know who's first. It just matters who's better. So <laughs> it's not a competition. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love it. any other questions for Carrie. Who's your favorite person on the Nerd of God cast? Don't answer that. Nice That's question, not a contest. Steven. That's why everybody, he's the worst. Everybody knows it's Jackie. Question. I love you all. Really. So you are now our ambassador to Canada. You know that, right? I, I mean, I know we have other Canadian listeners, but you're the first one to call in. Do you have so. any Canadian news? Yeah. Do so you like, guys what? have any shortages? Of anything? We're looking to other. Who introduced you to the glory, um, Tony, of, of uh, pickle chips? Oh, listen. Okay, first off, let me tell you about these pickle chips. They were god awful. They were so good. <laughs> yeah, but those all those, those 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 dressed up ones. That was that all dressed was my jam. All That's what I'm talking are about. Amazing. I keep trying to explain yeah. to Americans that they are missing out, and they never believe me. <laughs> what you said to Americans that they're what? That, that they are the best, that they're missing out. Oh, no, I, I just, I, they're missing out. I just wanted missing to hear out. you say out again. <laughs> <laughs> say out, say, about. I say, sorry. <laughs> it was still there a I little bit. I, I picked up on a little bit. So, Enough to be adorable. Are you a hockey fan? I am. Although right now I'm all about basketball, so. Oh, oh yeah, because Toronto. I will not let this show be hijacked with sports ball conversation. <laughs> By the time the show I comes really out. I about basketball, except that the, this is a big deal for the Raptors, and therefore my city, and therefore my country, so. patriotic. <laughs> <laughs> As our Canadian ambassador, we will allow that. And yeah. also, Jurassic Park is cool, so we're cheering for Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Canada, oh, yeah. the mecca Jurassic of basketball. <laughs> yes, indeed. So that's really, really cool. So are you a Captain Marvel fan? Is that is that your jam? I, I do love her, but I, I am an Iron Man girl at heart. I mean, you give me yes. Tony Stark any Good day. Answer. Okay, I, all right. Calm, calm yourself. <laughs> like your wife. I agree. Oh, my goodness. I, 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 to Iron Man as Jessica is to Captain America. So, Okay. Uh, oh. Very cool. Jackie. Oh, Jackie, Jessica. They're, they're twins. twins. It's, yeah. okay. it's okay. I'm so sorry, Jackie. It's okay. Wait, wait. wait no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> totally God. worth it. Totally worth it. It's okay. I still love you. <laughs> 
Well, is there anything else that we need to know from the Great White North uh, as our ambassador? Is there any, any information you should bequeath upon us? Hmm. Now you caught me off guard. Not that I can oh, think I'm of. Oh, sorry. Oh, I, <laughs> Your milk comes in bags. I have a question. <laughs> okay, Neff has, Neff has a question for you. Carrie, what's the first letter of the alphabet? A. A! Hey! She is Canadian! <laughs> Hey, hey. Uh, I apologize. We're not all that bad. Americans. I love Canada. I have a question. <laughs> this, is, this is what I expect when I talk to Americans. Oh, <laughs> oh to make a weird. At least none of us have make said us it. feel weird about being American. None of, at least Marty's like I'm technically Puerto Rican. We're <laughs> they're part of America, kind of. <laughs> we're not a state, so at least none of us have said that you guys are our hat. That's that's what we're trying to that's avoid. True. I would, I would sh- although although we haven't said that you're Canada's pants, so. <laughs> Wait, are Canada we? Pants. Does that make Florida the pant leg? Of- <laughs> you don't want to know what that makes Florida. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> Carrie, thank you so much for being our random encounter. We love you. We bless you. You yes. want people to follow you on the internet? Where, where can they follow you and find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at ca right six four seven. I can't remember my Instagram handle at the moment because that's how often <laughs> I use it. But um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Cool Yay. Yay. Thank you so much, Carrie from the Nerdy Godcast. We love you. We bless you. This has been a random encounter. Yay. Yay. Bye, Carrie. Thank you for calling. So you're welcome. Bye. That was so cool. That was fun. Canada <laughs> equals content. She was so excited. She was so excited. She, As were we. Wait, so you guys knew her? You and you knew her? Yes. She's the one who brought us the, the She snacks. sent us all those snacks from right, Canada. Right, but how so did you guys know? She, when she, I was asking about how she, she found the show, she said something about you guys. Like, we have our... Like we have our community page on Facebook. Scott Higa has one of those on Slack, and these guys joined his Slack group, and she's part of that. So she, we told her to listen to the sh- our show, and then mm-hmm. she didn't. And then we talk did, a lot. It's kind of cool. Yeah, okay. she's a lawyer. She is a lawyer. Noise. Um, that was fun, you guys. That was really cool. Random encounter. Um, fun random encounter. Look at this new things, first time things. Season five. Yeah, we're busting out a lot of first time experiences here. All right, so this is a game. It's called mixtape, and I just bought it, and I wanted to try this out. And the way this is going to work, it's like apples to apples or something like that, huh. but it works with songs. Oh, I'm excited about. So the this. way this is going to go, I'm going to give you guys a qualifier. I'm going to give you guys a statement, and it might be like the best song to rob a bank to or something like that. And you guys are going to pull up on Spotify. You only have a few seconds, so you need to work quick. Oh no. Pull up on Spotify and then text me a link to the song. I'll open it up and then oh. we'll vote on which song is the best. Okay. So, cool. All right. Okay. So every- so the only person who will know what song they picked is them. Correct. Gotcha. I like this game a lot. And Don't then we're like gonna this game. we're gonna vote on the song. I'm just gonna play the first you know few seconds of it. Try to keep it clean as best you can. Um, and then uh, we'll we'll do it. So we'll do a couple rounds real quick. But um, I will give you 30 seconds to to find your okay, song that's, and pick. That's good. So that's you gotta, good you gotta think. Okay. Theme music. Your theme music plays every time you walk in public and send it. So just just so we can do this one, we'll see if you guys can guess whose theme it is. All right. Ooh, that's fun. All right. Still waiting for one more. Uh, a cool thing happened. Um, I don't know if I told you guys about this. Uh, I entered one of those little Facebook contests that was like, hey, tag a friend. Remember the one I tagged you in, Neff, for the Godzilla tickets? Yeah. I tagged Lise Mati in one and won. What? For, for what movie? One premiere tickets to Men in Black International uh, and a Men in Black prize pack. Who are you taking to go see the movie? Well, Lise Mati, because I tagged her. So Lise Mati and I were going to go. We got tickets to uh, the premiere, so it's earlier. Like, the movie opens on Friday. The movie tickets were for tonight at 7 o'clock. So oh. we could not Is that go because- he's making that face? Because we were here. Yes. 
So uh, Sheena and Christian went, and they said there was a really long line to get in there because it was like a Thor situation, Stephen. Really long line. A lot of people were waiting, and they're like, we're not even going to get in. We're going to have to sit like in the front because we're at the back, back, back. First off, they sent me tickets to a theater in Jacksonville. And I'm like, well, that's not going to work. But then I, I emailed the guy back, and I'm like, you guys got anything like that's not in Jacksonville? Because I don't live in Jacksonville. So they said, oh, we'll send you this one. So it's Waterford Lakes. Oh. They said, there's oh, no tickets. You will just put your name on a list. So Sheena got oh, there, and so she's like. So Jacksonville would have been guaranteed. Yeah, so she's like, Sheena's like, okay, well, crap. I'm not gonna, we're not going to be able to be, get in there. So she got to the front of the line, and she's like, this is the name. And the guy's like, okay. I mean, this is at the tail end of a long line. Then the guy said, okay, took her to the theater, and they said, you're the winners. The, the VIP seating, center, center. Oh. They, had sa- they had saved seats for them. Nice. Very cool. nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So here is our theme songs. Your theme song, the one that plays when you walk down the street. Let's see if you can guess whose theme song each of these songs are. Any guesses? Um. I guess Lee Smitty. That's my guess. Lee Smotty, you know where you are? Is this you, Lee Smotty? I don't think so. No, it, I mean, it's not the song you sent me, is it? No. Okay, oh. so it's not. Are you playing too? Like, are you submitting one? Yeah. Oh, is that then Neffs? It is Neffs. Oh, it is? It yeah. is. Oh, that's it good acting. Your reaction two. is what made me think it was Lee Smotty. I'm a very good actor. All right, here we go. Next one is this two. one. <laughs> Jackie? Steven. I want to say Steven. It is not Jackie or Steven. Oh, Nick. It's Lee it is Nicholas oh. W. Sadler. Oh. It's, it's either Steven or Nick. I didn't have Why does it have to be either Steven or Nick? Sorry, you can't go wrong with Michael Giacchino. No, you nah. cannot. All right, here we go. They're not all hard. Drop coming or this is a music box version of the Legend of Zelda theme song. Oh. I didn't look at what it said, I just sent it. Okay, that's like, Jackie. Wow, Sorry, guys. everybody just fell asleep in the room you just walked into. Yep, I'm okay with that. Steven. Please, buddy. Steven. <laughs> What's the name of this song? She's a lady. She's a lady. Oh. She's got style. She's got face. She's Tom Makes sense. She's a lady. Okay. She is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is Tom. Tom Ramble on. Steven. It is Steven. Steven. So Steven rambles Ramble on. on. All right, that leaves me, but mine's obvious. This is a song about a superhero named Tony. Tony, Tony Steve. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about this song. I haven't thought about that song in 12 years. Fantastic. There's no song called Neff's Theme. All right, uh, here we go. It's Friday. You just found a $100 bill. What song are you playing? I don't do well under pressure. I also don't like making decisions. Okay, well, there's no... That's life, Jackie. Well... That is the entirety of adulthood, is pressure and decisions. I never said I was good at it. <laughs> All right, we got, we're got. we waiting for two more. 
Friday, you just found 100 bucks. Waiting for one more. All right, here we go. All right, moving right along. This is the first one. Oh. oh. Yes. Yeah. That's Nick Sather right there. Well, no, we're not guessing who it is. Now we're just gonna we're just gonna guess which is the best one. Okay. I've done one a lot. All right. So Nick that's the Sather. first one. <laughs> Friday, I'm in love by The Cure. Uh, I'm in love with a $100 bill. Oh. Pink Floyd money. Nice. Very nice. I wouldn't mind finding a hundred dollar bill. That'd be nice. That's a really good choice. All right. <laughs> oh, that's good. This is a good one. This is money, money, money by ABBA. Um. Is this ABBA or is that? needs to get turned off now. Oh. What's wrong with ABBA? No. They're the 70s groove that right. we didn't deserve. Oh, classic. What's wrong with that? I love that one. I knew that I would die. I feel good. I feel like Apollo Creed. I think that's the one. I knew that I would die. Got to go to his death. All right. So good. So good. <laughs> That's not fair. All right, so what? which of those do you think is the best? That last one. one. I, I feel good. I feel good. Nicholas W. Sadler that walking away Woo! with the point. Yeah. All right, great job. Also, Friday I'm in Love was submitted by me. Manef. And Jackie? That's right. Oh. You guys both right. did the same song. I think Jackie's just like searching for names and setting it. Just no, I'm like just I struggle with I was, names for songs. Good job. All we, right. We did the same one. Picture the boy or girl that you had a crush on in your youth. What song do you wish would play in their head whenever they see you? Ah! I can't think of it. I don't know any of I don't know if these are appropriate songs for the title that I'm looking for. Just waiting for one more. I mm. I mm, I also mm. Skip me. Skip you? I can't think of the name of the song. I can't even think of what the song was, but I know the song. You have literally have Google right there in, in, in your fingers. I literally can't think of any of the words to the song either. All right. I want you oh. to want me. That's good. <laughs> I love, love you guys. <laughs> All right. This is um How do you like me now by some country artist Tom Porter. Is that Rudy? I don't know. Sounds like Darius Rucker. Aww. Least <laughs> So which one do you guys think is the best? 
How do you like me now by Toby Keith? Toby Keith, 100%. I like Lace Money. All right, point for Lace Money. How do you like me now is the perfect song for this. Don't even let it play to the core. The reason I said dead inside is because I hated all the people I had crushes on. Okay. How do you like me now? Now that I'm on my way. The best song for riding a sparkling unicorn across a rainbow. Okay. I think that is almost everybody. Here we go. Nice. Everybody. Oh, I just saw the best song for this. I'm so bad. I don't know what this is either. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Winner. 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 Holy crap. That's so good. What is it? It's the song for Robot, Robot Unicorn. Unicorn. That's so great. That's so outside in my Wait, who submitted this one? <laughs> Take a guess. I'm pretty sure. Before always I wanna be with you and believe with you and live in harmony, harmony, all the Oh that's nice. <laughs> that's good. Alright. I like that one a lot. Everything is awesome. Oh yeah, that's good. All right, so wait. There's one more submission. No, there's not. Oh, so which is our winner? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> I mean, Nefs came with a dance and a song. No, but you just happen to like that one the most. I mean, I'm just talking about performance points. I think everything is awesome is is my favorite one. That's my oh, guess. Yeah, well, that's not the one you claimed for... was the winner. Well, yeah, but I just thought his was a perfect deep cut. Like it made sense. I think the first one was good. The, yeah. How, how awesome would it be that. coming in like to the immigrant uh, that song? One's my, that one's my vote. You can ride anything to that song and you'll look like you're bad to the bone. <laughs> Come and riding like a one-legged donkey, you'll still look like you're like, <laughs> bad to the bone. I don't think you can ride next, a... <laughs> next Palm Sunday, Jesus comes in. <laughs> a one-legged donkey would make dun, that dun, noise. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, uh, like the first one. Everything is Awesome was was both Least Mati and Nick. Oh, yeah, nice! Who did Abba? Was that Jaggy? That was me. Did oh. Dancing I didn't Queen? Get I almost, I almost sent that one. I couldn't think of anything. Right, Wait, so which one? That won? one's gonna get. Uh, okay, I, I'm leaving. Okay, last one, last one. This is it. This is the last one. Last one for sure. Dedicate a song. I'm gonna do this in my my best. Uh, Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. Dedicate a song to someone in the room and tell them why you chose your selection. Dedicate a song to someone in the room and tell them why you chose their selection. This might take a minute. Yeah, this is going to take a while. I can't think of anything. Do you want us to text you who it's dedicated to? You or? can if you want to, but... I did. Or are we going to tell you? No, I didn't. 
Oh yeah, text me who it's to, and that way I'll, yeah. I'll do it. At That's the, what I was saying. Say this okay, is for. Just, just text me to it's who. Who it's to. You're cutting all this out, right? Quentin Neff. Oh. Quentin Neff. This mm. song is going out to you. Thank you. Mr. Oh, President, yes, you girl. asked to see me. I no. know you're busy. What do you need, sir? Sir? I want to give you a word of warning. Sir, I don't know what you heard, but whatever it is, Jefferson started it. Thomas Jefferson resigned this morning. You're kidding. I wonder who I need a favor. Whatever you say, sir, Jefferson will pay for this behavior. Talk less. I used to press a writing under a pseudonym. You'll see what I can do to him. I need you to draft an address. Yes, he resigned. You can finally speak your mind. No. He's stepping down so he can run for president. <laughs> Good luck defeating you, sir. I'm stepping down. I'm not running for president. Okay, that's enough. I'm sorry, what? No, <laughs> we're done. All right, that's why. <laughs> Steven, this one goes to you. If it's the same song. It's be so funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's funny is this was my original choice, but I didn't think it was on Spotify because it didn't come up. Oh, you guys are so weird together. Hello. I'm uncomfortable with why you're Uh-oh. staring at me. Uh-oh. Okay. I forgot about the lyrics. <laughs> this one is going out to Jackie. What? Not that one. Oh. Seriously? If you like to talk to tomatoes, if a squash can make you smile, if you like to waltz with potatoes, up and down the produce aisle. We got a show for you. Why? Why that for Jackie? It has a horn. <laughs> oh, tuba, you're not wrong. Or some kind of instrument of it's that cute. sort. I appreciate it. So it you. made me think of you. Well, it's for I the kids. <laughs> Jackie, did you send one yet? No, I can't find it. Okay, well, this one, this is mine. It's going out to Lee Smotty. Oh. Good. She's a lick. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the whistle that happened. Yes, that she's time. right. It's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can. This is happening. Sacrifice the wheel. Ah, this is what the Super Bowl should have been. And then he slow motion jumps into the air. Sweet, sweet victory. Yeah. So of all the things that we've done tonight that kind of represent, you know, your first time doing different things, that's kind of our theme this evening is talking about the, the experience of, of, you know, encountering something or doing something for the very first time. Um, do you guys like the idea of like, hey, I want to do something I've never done before? Or are you a little bit more uh, what's predictable and maybe what's comfortable? I get my moods. You okay? Yeah. I have my moods. Last time you had a mood, what was the what was something that you decided you were going to do for the first time? Oh, I have 
done something for the first time in a long time. <laughs> so like if I'm thinking of things that maybe I want to try and do and branch out and do something for the first time, I've been watching a lot of uh, like nature documentaries, specifically ocean ones, which I've always been a big fan of as a kid. I want to try and do snorkeling or like scuba diving. Okay. Right? Oh, that's kind of cool. That. If I, I like can't scuba, it's Florida. Then why am I here? Yeah, what's the point of all this? <laughs> just go to, just go to uh, the Typhoon Lagoon, go swim with the sharks. I've well, done that before. What's something that you've uh, you've done that you've done recently that maybe you did for the first time? I tried. Dude, for me, I, I'm a. I like to try different foods. Okay. Different, like different from different places. You went with a family from our church that's a Haitian family to yes. try Haitian holiday food. Yes. Oh. Two years in a row. <laughs> hey oh. So it, it was magical. So a lot of fried stuff. A new experience. Yes. When we were on our cruise last year, uh, people were trying different foods oh. and stuff like that. One of the things yes. that people ate at dinner time was. Um, Rabbit. There's rabbit, and was there delicious. was beef tongue. Beef was tongue. ox tongue. Oh, yeah. o- ox, ox tongue. is beef. It's beef. Both things I did not eat. It's what's it for good. dinner. It was yeah. good. Both of them were good. I tried a lot of new foods. Tender. Like tried that for the first time. That was delicious. So, so trying new foods. Do you ever, you ever? Okay, this is one of my favorite things to do. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. I'm sure you have. Where you find a restaurant and you love it. Like it's like, oh, this place is magical. So you can't wait to take someone. Like you want to. Oh, you're gonna love this place. We gotta go try this food. Mm. And then you bring someone to that restaurant like when when you bring someone to somewhere that you love isn't they're like I don't know this tension of I hope they like it like what if they don't like it like Suddenly isn't that the I worst second, second guess everything in my life like nope this is all garbage I did the wrong thing I'm sorry I didn't yeah. mean to when you take someone to a restaurant and they try it and they're like unimpressed with it and you're like ah that was frustrating uh, or the one time that you bring them to a place and it, the service is really bad yeah. and you're like man I really wanted you to believe in this as much as I believe in this we had a, a group of people from our small group at church and we went to my favorite Favorite Italian restaurant in this town, which, which I won't name right now because uh, I don't want the story is not going to be good for that Italian restaurant. And we were sitting there, and we were eating, and the food was fine, and the service was okay. But something at the end of the night happened where there was a fight in the kitchen. And oh. you guys know the restaurant that I'm talking about. Normally, extremely cool. Yeah, that one. Whoa. Extremely cool, like chill, laid-back place, right? Very yeah. friendly, very, I mean, uh, the most friendly place ever. Well, the kitchen staff got into, I mean, a huge oh verbal gosh. altercation. Like no fist fighting? Like, like, I don't know what exactly happened, but it spilled outside, out the back door of the restaurant, which you could, you kind of have a straight shot from the front counter through to the kitchen to the back door, and something was out there getting hit. Oh, like, loud. No. Like, slammed hard. I don't know what was happening. If somebody told me that there was somebody taking a hammer to someone's car, like that was how loud it was. Wow. Meanwhile, there was like screaming and profanity, like super loud. So we're sitting up there and it's it's late, so we're like the last group in the restaurant, but I'm sitting there with my community group from church. Most of them have never been to this place before and I'm like, you're going to love this. This is going to be great. And then that we go we go full on double dragon in the kitchen. Oh my god. <laughs> yikes. Yeah. So it's like big yikes. And like normally it's not like this you guys. I swear. So Stephen, you're the kind of person you uh, I I know this because somebody told on you this week. They're like, "Oh, I have to watch this." And I'm like, why do you have to watch this? Stephen told me I have to watch this. Wait, what do they say I have to watch? It's not important. I'm not well, talking. Now, 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 now Any I'm number. Scared. I hear it all the time. Any number of movies or TV shows, I have to watch Parks and Rec because Stephen told me I have to watch yeah, Parks, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec is a glorious show. So that, that's your thing. Yeah. You're a movie sharer. Yes. Like, you know how long Stephen was messing with me because I didn't watch Baby Driver? Yes. For yeah. Every week I'd ask, because you owned it. That's the only reason why. You owned the movie. Watch it. 
I've been asking you to watch Les Miserables for seven years. He's the guy who has the, all the alien movies and has never watched. I've watched the two that matter. So when you share a movie with somebody, have you ever had it where like you say, watch this? Sort sort of. There was one time where in my in that time of my life, I thought the movie Anchorman was hilarious. <laughs> so I said to a friend at the time, hey, let's watch this movie. It's hilarious. And then by the end of the movie, I apologized profusely because it was not as funny as I remembered it being. Uh, and I felt very like... Like shamed that I recommended this movie and they did not get the reaction that I thought, and I didn't react the same way that I thought. Anytime that you're showing something, like okay, we have a friend named Stephanie uh, from Indiana, and Stephanie wanted to watch Star Wars. She wanted to watch all the Star Wars movies uh, before the Force Awakens came out. Which I'm like, come with me and you'll be. I'm like, I will take you there. I have all of them. We can watch them on Blu-ray. It looks fantastic. It sounds magnificent. Please ignore Hayden Christensen. So yeah. we were, we, we, we sat down and we we started as you would start when you're watching a Star Wars movie with episode four, A yes, New Hope. As you should. And we're watching it and she's never seen anything Star Wars before. She doesn't know any of the things. Like um, all of the things that we take for granted, the cultural staples from Star Wars, she doesn't even know those things. Wow. Luke, I am your fill in the blank. She doesn't know. What? So, uh, which is a pure joy to be able to experience that with someone for the first time. You rarely get that. You never get that. That's like finding that's a, a child. That's like a unicorn, man. So, like, to, to be able to take someone through that for the very first time was so exciting. But I remember watching episode four and going, wow, this movie moves really slow. And they make a lot of assumptions here. Like, like if you're watching this for the very first time going in cold and you don't already kind of, like, previously love it, it's a hard movie to get through. And I've not watched it like that through those lenses in such a long time because I love it because I can watch it all day long. But watching it and seeing somebody else see it for the first time, you become very aware of those awkward things. I'll give you an example. You ever invite someone to church? Yeah. And then say... Please, Lord, don't let anything weird happen today. <laughs> like we go to a we go to a, a Pentecostal church, so you just never know. Sometimes things that happen. I mean, the spirit could hit you. I'm just saying, and it's not it's not weird contextually for us, but somebody who walks in. I remember when Stephen first came to our church. Oh, I hate those stories. <laughs> it's not your it's not your deal, but Stephen when Stephen was a young man, he came to our church, and we were having revival. We were having like a revival. It was like Sunday night. It was like my third week here, and we had a guest speaker come in, and this guy was I mean he was spitting flames, man. He was just, you know, untie him a bow tie who stole him a Honda kind of stuff, school. right? And um, so Stephen <laughs> and his friend Keith were, like, they walked in the back of the church, and they saw all this stuff going on, and they're just like, okay, time to go. <laughs> like, he would just kind of may try to make a, a retreat out of the, the back door. Um, because if you're not, if you don't know, like, experiencing something like for the first time can be a little off-putting. A little bit. Jackie, just a wee bit. You're, a, you're a Disney kid now. Yeah. You work in the parks. I am. Have you met anybody in your time there that was there for their very first visit? Yes. What's that? Tell, walk us through that. It's especially cute when it's like little kids because one of my favorite things is like I'll ask like, okay, well, what have you done today? Or um, how long are you guys here? What parks have you gone to? But my especially favorite thing is when I see it's their first time. And they did the Jedi Training Academy. Oh, yeah. Because those precious little beans <laughs> get to use the Force <laughs> and face the dark side. 
and it's just so pr- I love watching that so much because like as they're walking in they have like an adult coming in they're like here come the Jedi and then the kids say here we come and it's just <laughs> oh so cute and it precious. sounds like indoctrination I'm not it's so <laughs> cute I can't take it and like they get so so excited about it they're like yeah I got to fight Kylo Ren or Darth Vader and like they just kind of talk to me about their trip and like I got to see so and so and it's just so pure. It's cool because, you know, Stephen and I, we'll go to Disney World and we'll just spend like two hours there and just kind of mm-hmm. hang out, ride the just rides. Just go get a Dole Whip. Just go get a Dole Whip, you know. Grab, I haven't had one yet. It's good beep. stuff. But for us, it's like we, we can go do what we take it for granted. I've gone, I've been going to Disney World for 40 years. You yeah. Know? Like for me, it's it's kind of just. I don't uh, remember my first time because I grew up going. So you're thinking about these people then that are coming in from, you know, Dubuque, Montana or something like that. Uh, and They've stayed for seven years. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. they're spending all their money. So to better. come down here and those kids get to experience it maybe even the parents are experiencing it for the very first time yeah could you imagine like the the, the level of impact that an experience like that it's would so have lovely. I always feel bad like when we're at Disney and you and I can go anytime and it's like raining it's like yeah we'll just come back another time before like that people that are to me. there that happened to my family we came it was, fun. it was actually the anniversary of this I saw it on Facebook um, it was like 10 years ago my mm-hmm. family came or 9 years ago my family came to Florida on vacation which would have been 3 years before we ever thought we would be moving huh. to Florida so yeah. had zero I remember at the time when my dad told us like we're going to Orlando tomorrow because he told us the night before we were all in his room and tomorrow. the first thing that we went was like are we going to Disney World and he was like no <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're going to Dinosaur world um, <laughs> never forget and but like with some convincing and some like please we have to it's when are we ever going to be there again we he he did it he bought the tickets oh my and gosh. we went to magic kingdom and i just remember we were just so excited and i had this big vision of this magical place and how it was going to be and i was just so ready and i walked in and the first thing i thought is man that castle's smaller than i thought it would be oh i remember like just being unimpressed you're so critical i know just being really unimpressed by the castle but still going you know what i'm at disney it's magical the music the everything we were there for maybe like 30 minutes before it got dark gray and midway like halfway through the day it just started torrentially like oh, thunderstorm lightning horrible. everything is off we were stuck on the carousel of progress for like three hours oh. taking naps to it's a great big beautiful tomorrow <laughs> like Listen, and i just remember happened. being so disappointed because we like my dad actually did it he actually mm-hmm. after he said no went and got the tickets and paid the money Man. so that we could all go and then it was the worst ever that's the Aww. worst like when you're experiencing something for the first time and it's like that was not at all what i'd hoped it would be but i feel like i feel like at the same time like seeing something for the first time could actually be a good thing like uh for me i've grown up with the disney parks um i have a ranking system for the ones i like the least and the ones i like the most <laughs> okay and i feel so for me it's like from from least to, to best it's Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Magic Kingdom, just because that's like the icon, like as far as like great parks go. Um, and for me, it's like if I wanted to go to a park first, I'd go to Animal Kingdom first. Like if it was my first time going to Disney, go to Animal Kingdom and then work my way up. Because then you have your first experiences. There's no bias towards anything. You just enjoying I everything. Know that. I like. There's so many things though at Disney that you can experience for the first time. So even though I grew up going to the parks with my grandma and my mom, we didn't really do much of the shows we did like the same rides over and over again and then we went home so like now that i get to work for the company it's really fun to kind of experience things sometimes with the guests or with some of my fellow 
friends who have annual passes that I get to be like, hey, show me your Disney. Show yeah. me what you like about Disney. Let me experience. I have not had a Dole Whip yet. I have not had one. Get one, it's so good. I So I hear. I have not had one yet, though. And the Hall of Presidents. I would Steven like to wa- go to Disney just to eat. So there, there, we have a friend named Brittany. And we went to, when, when Brittany first started coming to our church, we said, hey, you have a Disney pass. We're going to go to Disney with you. So my, my wife, my son, and I went, went to Epcot, and Brittany went with us. And we got to hang out, and it was a little late in the day. We were kind of on our way out, and I said, this is one of my favorite attractions here. And she's like, I've never been in this. It's the American Adventure. At the, oh, the yes. Good. yes. I love the American Adventure Pavilion. It's like one of my favorites so cool and i said you got to experience it it's so good i know we can't go tonight i said but just let's save that next time we come back here i want to go on that with you the first time you go on it like you're gonna just love it she's like absolutely i said very very cool and then she went to disney with somebody else yeah who's at this table (laughs) she went with steven (laughs) and she went on the American Adventure wow. with Steven. Now, right I, when I suggested betrayal. it, when I suggested it, I did not know Shame. that you had already said you, we need to go together. Had I known that previously, I would not have said, "Hey, let's go on this." For shame. But she told me, and I, she said I was supposed to go on this with Tony. I said, "Well, we don't have to go on it because you can wait for Tony." She goes, "No, we can go on it." So she, it didn't really last very long well, for her. You'll <laughs> always have the Hall of Presidents. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there, there's kind of a cool thing about being able to experience things uh, for the for the first time, uh, and and walking through that with somebody. Um, I I always appreciate that because I like showing people things that I love. I like sharing movies. Uh, when we came back from Columbia, um, Lise Marie was was hanging out at the house, and I was like, you've never seen Lord of the Rings? We've got to watch Lord of the Rings. Like, we've got to watch it. So we sat down, and we watched The Fellowship of the Ring. I think the next night or a couple nights later, we watched The, the Two Towers. Um, you know, we were still waiting for the third one. She's like, I don't want to it watch it. Happen. It's never going to happen. Um, I don't understand you because sometimes. Because it'll mark the end. No, it's not. It, it marks the, the, the beginning of getting to watch them again. Just start at the Hobbit and Gosh. then just keep cycling through like a ring. I don't understand. Where you. does Token come in? What? The, the movie stab Tolkien. Stab you, Neff. Okay. So there's there's something wonderful about being able to share something with someone for the first time. I got a text message today from a friend of ours from California. Uh, he is a, 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 a <laughs> podcast host. It's, it's not important who it was. And uh, <laughs> We get the residuals in the mail. He was texting me, and <laughs> it was funny because he, he was excited. He said, one week until uh, you know I get to hear another ep- the next episode of your Aww. show, uh, which is cool. He said he's missed, missed getting to hear us and stuff like that. I love this unnamed Asian person from California. <laughs> we never said he was Asian. Oh, sorry. How dare you assume his ethnicity? <laughs> And uh, he said, I suppose I could go back and listen to your first season. And, um, you know, you should always. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, so he, he then he then continued. He said, I can't remember when I started listening weekly. Uh, probably around episode 30, he said. Uh, he said, I remember I was running cable while listening to Neff's Sweet Caroline game. Oh, that <laughs> Sweet pair of rhymes. Yeah. Game pending. And it's just kind of funny to think about, like, somebody was listening to the Nerd of Godcast for the first time. Maybe wow. they were with us on episode one, and that's when they started listening. Or maybe they jumped in on episode 30 with Scott. Or, or maybe it's episode 91. Maybe today is their, their first time ever listening to the Nerd of, God, Nerd of Godcast. We, we made a lot of friends at Megacon who have, yeah. you know, maybe looked us up, and this will be their first, like, step into um, the podcast world with us. So welcome. Welcome, Megacon friends. Hello. Um, but it's it's always interesting when you have the opportunity to, to bring somebody into something for the first time or to share something that's important to you with them. Like when you get to um, show someone a movie or invite someone to church. Uh, and, and for real, like when I, I remember being a kid and 
um, I would bring someone to church and I'd be like, okay, just don't let anything you know weird happen today or whatever mm-hmm. like that. Um, but when when you think about like the story of Christianity, when you think about the story of the gospel, we come into it in, in our culture, and I, I'm speaking specifically of our culture, uh, with a little bit of kind of a preloaded understanding or a bias against it. People have preconceptions about what church is all about, even before they walk in the door. They have preconceptions about what Christians are about, even before they, they step foot on, onto a church campus. What what might some of those be? That they're judgy. Yeah, I was going to say judgy. Okay. Okay. The first one. okay. They, don't, they don't all have to be negative things, but... They have to be all. They have to be all dressy. Okay, that's that's good. Oh, what about? Yeah, I, I say I do get that question a lot. If I ever invite some of the churches, what should I wear? Yeah, yeah, like, conservative. Do I need to wear a suit? What kind of music like, do they like, play? Explain that. Like conservative. Well, that being in church equals like having to be very covered up and very quiet and like very careful what you say what you look like now we don't want someone coming in necessarily wearing a little black banana hammock or anything like that don't don't be not covered up I'm not saying we chase them off but (laughs) but But please we we bring the prayers around please wear a shirt (laughs) yeah I might might have to go to my office and let them wear my jacket or something like that Um, but yeah so so there are there are what about what about the idea of like church itself like the the institution of church uh, well, I know a lot of my friends who don't go to church anymore. Uh, they grew up um, being forced to go to church, and the services were always boring to them. Like they were never into them, and so for them, when they went, when they thought of church, they thought of, oh, I have to go to this boring thing, right. like a, a, a seminar or something. And I do think, you know, and speaking specifically of people that maybe have never gone before, like coming in for the first time, I do think that there is an idea of like, I'm going to sit on a, a wooden pew or I'm going to listen to someone play the organ and then someone's going to, you know, get up there and say, you know, and like, we shall scatter their ashes upon a parade of murderers and pirates and single mothers. Very like, King James. You know, like it's like, you know, there's like boring monotone speaking a language that we don't understand. I mean, just that's I think and, and church is different than that. In, in some instances, um, but but when you see someone maybe before they come into something for the first time, they may already have biases. If you're going to tell them, forget forget the institution of church, even forget Christians as a people. If you're telling them of the, of the story about Jesus, people already kind of have these preconceived notions about who Jesus is. Before they hear the story for the first time, it's almost like they've heard the story in from from a bunch of different little things. Yeah, yeah. I remember you know, before I even started coming to church, I had an idea of Jesus. Like, I didn't know fully what it was, but I knew of Jesus, but I didn't know Jesus. Right. What might somebody think about Jesus before they ever meet Jesus, before they ever have a relationship with him? Like, what's something that someone might come into it and say, oh, well, this is kind of what that's all about? Some stuff that that they might pick up culturally rather than relationally. Well, I think, and I don't mean to, like, linger in the negative, but I feel like, unfortunately, the the common, like, misconception is Jesus is just... this judgment and yes there is that but that Jesus's position is solely to judge you and to punish you or God is going to punish you and and there's this like this fear there's this fear attachment to Jesus of well Jesus doesn't accept me the way I am Jesus wants you know I'm not good enough and and there's that part of it I picture like the statues outside the Notre Dame Cathedral on uh, at the beginning of Hunchback like looking down as the lightning flashes with their fingers pointing in an accusatory way right yeah Uh, when I when I think of um uh, even I mean, I grew up with church, but I think of my friends who who never went to church. 
um, when they first went, like they saw Jesus more as like a, a just a just a person who like talked about things, who's like follower. They they based a lot of their views on Jesus on their followers. Um, they they thought that Jesus was a type of person who you know preached uh, you know even though he did a lot of good things like did all these miracles um, that he preached things that led people to hate people um, and in, in reality Jesus is all about love which is the complete opposite yeah it's like why are we still having to pay for the crusades and the Spanish Inquisition like why do people yeah. still hold that kind of stuff against well, us nobody expects the Spanish so Inquisition I didn't expect it but no not even not even so much those things but yeah exactly when you're talking about the story of Jesus like if, if you were going to tell someone about Christ if you said okay so Jesus Christ and they, they, they immediately have this idea of what what do they picture in their head that's the one who was born in a manger, right? Okay, so they might Christmas. picture the manger. Perfect blue eyes, flowing long hair. <laughs> flowing long hair. White Jesus. Very inaccurate wearing, Jesus. wearing the bathrobes, you know, and everything like that. Yeah. Um, like a or they might picture him uh, maybe even just on the cross. Like they picture yeah. Jesus yeah. on the cross. There's... It, it's like it's like going into a movie and watching a movie for the first time after you've seen all the trailers and all the commercials and like read the back of the box on the Blu-ray and all the trivia facts on IMDb and then you go see the movie for the first time. It's like you've already got kind of a lot of the little pieces together, so it's hard to act surprised. It's yeah. hard to experience something purely for the first time in our culture, even something like Jesus, yeah. even something like faith. Like you go into it already preloaded with like snapshots and thumbnails and puzzle pieces that help inform your bias mm -hmm. uh, about who he is or what he is. Whether it's something like Neff said that you've encountered his followers or you've had a bad experience with church or you just make these assumptions, these cultural assumptions, you've felt judged by Christians, um, whatever it might be. And uh, there's a there's an amazing video. It's really it's super cheeseball production wise, but it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. I cannot watch it without just getting choked up every time, if not just re being reduced to tears. And uh, you can find it on YouTube, um, but I'll post a link uh, on our website at nerdofgodcast.com. But it's uh, it's about a missionary. These the, this missionary couple, man and wife, and they go to this island in Papua New Guinea. Uh, to this group of people. The, the video is called Etau, E-E-T-A-U, uh, or E-E-T-A-O, which is, um, yes, it's so, it's good uh, in their in their language. So these were people that had no experience with outsiders at all. They had no encounters. They give a little background on their culture. They give a little background on, on the way that they have uh, people will dress up in these uh, frightening masks to kind of control people and to kind of scare them. And they say that they're the spirits of their ancestors. And, um, you know, they, they might reduce themselves to uh, idol worship or even sacrifice or, you know, d very, very awful things. Um, so as this culture is sort of unpacked for us through the, the eyes of these missionaries, uh, they talk about going in and learning the culture, learning people, the, the language of the people, and re preparing for uh, weeks and weeks and weeks, even in months. Um, and then every day they would call the people into the, the kind of the assembly of the town square in the village. I mean, this, this is a village. This is a mud ground thatch hut village. I mean, there's nothing fancy about this at all. This is, um, this is a tribal people. And, um, as they, they, he begins to tell the story of the gospel in their language using props or using little skits or different things that they can understand. And they start from the beginning about how God creates and they, they go through the story of Adam and Eve and they go through the story of like Abraham and, and Abraham sacrificing Isaac. And then uh, God sends a replacement. And, and you're watching these people learn and experience this story for the very first time with no cultural bias, 
with no like Sunday school backup knowledge in the back of their head that's kind of informing these things. And as the story goes on, they finally get to the person of Jesus and they have people from the village that they're, they're sort of acting out these different parts he, the, the, as the, the missionary is telling the story. And uh, they realize that there's the, the people just fall in love with Jesus. They fall in love with the character of, in the stories of who he is because they say there's never been anybody like him. He's wonderful. And, and Jesus kind of becomes like the, the hero of the village as they're experiencing these stories for the first time. And again, I'm saying for the That's first so time, cool. it's, it's, it's breathtaking. Yeah. And then, of course, spoiler alert, we know uh, they get to the story where Jesus lays down his life. And he's crucified and you watch this village just fall into deep somber morose mourning like they can't handle it like it's just it's devastating for them and then as the missionary begins they, they all kind of leave and they're all feeling you know just that you can see that they're just hurting on the inside and they come back the following day for the resurrection and the missionary proclaims to these people who had no idea that this was coming, that he did this for them and he rose for them and they could believe in him and get saved. And one by one, you just see these light bulbs clicking in their eyes. And you have like the, the elder of the village, he'll stand up and he'll shout. He said, I know I was born a sinner. And he's speaking in his language. I know that I'm uh, I'm not good enough. I know that, that I'm unworthy, but I believe that Jesus came and he died in my place. I believe that Jesus came and he did this for me. Uh, so you, and one by one, you kind of see them all like standing up and proclaiming this, like the, the, the village grandma, she just starts dancing and she's like, she's, she's just <laughs> overcome with this, the feelings and the emotions. And she's like, it's true. And you can hear them saying, Itau, 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 all across this, this circular theater, uh, uh, this outdoor, you know, where they just kind of set up these shows and, and uh, these stories. And, and people are shouting, it's true, it's true, it's true, amen, I know, it's true. And and people are standing up and saying, I believe in Jesus, I believe in Jesus, I believe. And as they were believing in Jesus, this spontaneous celebration broke out. And when I say celebration, you have never seen anything like this. This entire village, the entire village starts screaming and shouting in triumph, shouting in victory and dancing. They grab the missionary and hoist them up, hoist them up, and they're lofting him up in the air, lifting him up in celebration because of the fact that Jesus died for them mm-hmm. so that they can be forgiven, so they can be made right with God. And this celebration goes on. He said it went on for hours, for hours. This village of people would not stop praising God and dancing and singing and celebrating about God's goodness. It's, it's, it's it, absolutely wonderful. And it's all because they walked into it with the purity of never having right. heard it before, without the assumption, without a bias, without like this, well, Jesus is like this, or Christians are like this, or church is like this. They just went into it and, and took it for the first time like it is, I exactly mean, as it was. Who's more qualified than someone who's never heard anything about Jesus to know, to hear the hear the word and then see, automatically recognize the truth in it? Yeah. And, That's amazing. And, and, and to watch this, and again, I, I'm going to share this video on, on our website because you, you really must watch it. It, it. Again, I know it's cheesy, and the guy that's narrating it is not a professional narrator. He's a missionary, but it's worth watching till the end. If it doesn't hit you in the heart, man, I, I don't even know what will. It's just so powerful, and it's so pure. And 
I want to love God like that. I want to love God like he's not just a thing on my checklist. I want to love God like it's not just another day at the office. I want to love God like like for the for, for the first time. It's something that we definitely take for granted as Christians, especially like Christians in America specifically or just anywhere where Christ has already been proclaimed is that we do already have that idea going. Talking about that kind of makes me think it's a little bit of a left turn, but makes me think back to Endgame to where we, I personally, like after I watched the first trailer, I was like, I don't want to go in with anything else. Sure. Like, I don't want to know anything else about this so I can experience the full excitement of this movie. I don't want to know what happens with XYZ. And it made it more enjoyable for me. It made my reaction stronger. So like thinking about that and the flip side of like, what if I didn't know anything about Jesus when I found out about that story? Like, yeah. what if I had no pre like preconceptions about it? Like yeah, and I think it powerful. also helps, like thinking about that, it helps like us as Christians to have, I think, more like grace and compassion just because it. I think a lot of Christians can get frustrated, like with the world in general. You see sin around you and you see people who who just have this this thing against faith or against Christianity or against religion as a whole or whatever their thing may be. And people can be so quick to judge other people, but you have to understand where they're looking at how they're looking at God and the lens that they're looking at yeah, God through yeah. and how they're looking at Jesus it's not just it's not so easy to just say don't you understand that Jesus died for you and he loves you like don't you just get it like <laughs> you can't just do that people yeah. people have been affected by by things that the world has already put in their mind about Christ right. and that's not an easy thing to break yeah it's really not and I think that's why it's important for us to understand that maybe people aren't experiencing it for the first time but through the love that God shines through us we can help them experience it in a brand new way for the very first time. It's like maybe they've had a bad experience with church. Maybe they've experienced judgmental Christians. Maybe they've experienced um, Christians that, that say one thing and do another thing. Um, maybe they've experienced churches where people weren't very loving or accepting or forgiving. Maybe they've been hurt by a ministry leader. Or maybe it's just something in their mind. Maybe they just feel like it's not what they want or it's not for them. Um, there's an author named Bob Goff, who I, I love very much. He wrote um, uh, some amazing books. Love Does is one of my faves. And, and Bob Goff does this thing. He said every Thursday he quits something. He said, I'm, I'm giving something up. One day, he was a lawyer. And one Thursday, he just said, okay, I'm done being a lawyer and quit. Like, he just just to keep things fresh and to keep things invigorated <laughs> in his life. I know, right? It's weird. Why not? Why not? He quit something every Thursday, which I think is crazy. And I can't even imagine. Like, I couldn't even. But if that was a challenge, if that was a mandate in my life, I think it'd be a, like a really interesting and beautiful thing to, to, to stretch myself to do. But what if we flipped that a little bit? What if we talked about how can we do something new? every week? What if every Thursday we decided I'm going to do something new, something I've never done before? And I'm not just talking like, I think I'll try sushi this week or, or something like that. I mean, there's going to be maybe insignificant things. Um, you know, today I'm going to try writing with my left hand all day. I, I don't I don't know. You know, today it's all country western music, whatever it is that's new for you. But uh, what if, if, if through one of those new things that we did, what if something we did for the first time actually affected someone's faith and the way that they experienced God? What if it actually affected the way that they saw Christ in us? What if we decided we were going to be kind? What if we decided for the, that we, for, the, for the first time we were going to wake up early and walk around our neighborhood and pray for all the houses in our neighborhood? What if we decided that I'm going to take my... What, um, forgive me if I'm just being bold here. I'm going to take my, I'm going to save up so I can take an entire paycheck, one entire paycheck. I've never done this before. For the first time, I'm going to do this and I'm going to donate. 
donate it to a missionary. I'm going to donate it to a ministry or I'm going to donate it to a family that's in need. Just not, not for my credit. Just like drop it and moonwalk out of there. <laughs> I've never done that before, but wouldn't that be an amazing thing to do for the first time? Wouldn't that be something? Maybe you don't pay tithes in church like you're not an, a regular giver. Maybe you, you say, I'm going to do that for the very first time. You know, maybe you don't volunteer in your, in your church or in your community and you say, I'm going to do that for the first time. I've never felt like that was my thing to get up and sing or to mentor a young person or to, uh, you know, stick around on Sunday after church and help straighten up or whatever it is. But, but find something that you can do this week, this week, don't wait, that you can do for the very first time to impact someone for the kingdom of God. I don't know what it is. But God knows. And I just pray that that he would direct you. I pray that his spirit would lead you and that you would be encouraged. Because you know what? Sometimes the first time is the best time. But sometimes the first time is what leads you on to even more and more and more great things. Um, You know, we all love Iron Man, but Endgame was was the, the... the high point, you know, it's like we do something for the first time, but it takes us to, you know, we got to We got to play Legend of Zelda if we want to get to Breath of the Wild. Uh, you know, so there's there's always the, the first step into a larger world, as Obi-Wan Kenobi would say. So uh, be challenged and do something that you've never done before for God. Well, that is, I guess, the end of our episode. The end of the beginning. Beginning of the end. (laughs) And the beginning of the end. So we are are coming to the end of the Nerd of God cast, you guys. Our first episode. Uh, are on our road to episode 100, Ooh, and um, cool. we are super excited, and we're so thankful that you guys are with us today. Uh, don't forget that you can follow us across all the different socials and stuff like that. Connect with us on our Facebook group at Ner- uh, the Nerd of God Squad Facebook group. You can find links to that on our website, nerdofgodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Everything that we have, whether it's our store, our Patreon, our podcasts, um, everything you can find, that is your hub to all the action. Uh, but we do love that so much that you're listening, and we do welcome you to our fifth season. Yes. And uh, I guess that's all the time we have for tonight. For the Nerd of God cast, Steve-O Supremo. Auf Wiedersehen. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. The big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. I read season five for the first time. (laughs) Lovely lady, Lise Mati. Make good choices. Nicholas W. Sadler. Goodbye. And I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. <laughs> By the way, Carrie, Carrie Wright magical. just tweeted while everyone gets this ready. Welp, I officially took It's That Steven's Place as 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 the worst after calling NOG Twin 2 Jessica to her face. This is why I just don't talk to people. She just <laughs> followed me on Twitter, too. Still fun to actually talk to the Nerd of God guest crew instead of talking back to a podcast or a YouTube video. Love you guys. With that, gift the... Aww, oh, I love no. her. Carrie, don't feel bad. It's we okay. Just because I sound the same. <laughs>